Welcome back to Bulletproof Mindset, Scotland's number one health, fitness and entertainment podcast. So today we have a special episode for you guys who don't know where to start with your health and fitness journey. Of course, we end up blethering for the first 30 minutes of today's episode, talking about, what were we even talking about? No idea. Oh, we were talking about if... Oh, talent. Uh, and... I, is talent, are you born with talent? Um, are you someone who is genetically gifted? We're a wee bit debating again, back and forth on, on that side of things. Uh, we were not sure. Are you born with an amazing gift or are you... A big dick or a wee dick. <laughs> <laughs> are you created an amazing gift? Yeah. So um, we then had... The plan was to do this in one take, this whole episode where we talked through... Every, the the framework and everything that you can do to be successful with starting with your health and fitness journey. There is a lot to cover, so we're breaking this down into two parts. So this is part one of the series where we cover off the nutritional component and the mindset and movement component. And no, it isn't move more and eat less. Actually, it's move less and eat more. <laughs> <laughs> so that is after a 30-minute uh, introductory part of the today's episode. So when it comes to starting your health and fitness journey, we have also created an amazing 12-week starting strong program. It has loads of mobility, it has lifting, it also has a Facebook call that you can join with myself or Dale. Myself and Dale. I'm gonna <laughs> Come on, man, spit it out. Spit myself it out. and Dale. But also what we're doing in this lovely facility energy is you can come up on a Saturday if you are close Obviously, we do not know where everyone's from, but if you're from England, you know, you can also come up for a wee day trip as well. <laughs> come to the best. Because we have, most of our <laughs> listeners are actually from England. I know. I don't know if uh, Airdrie's the nicest part to Scotland to see, but you're more than welcome to come along But to you can come up and see us. And also, this will be released just before November ends. So if you're still listening at this time and you want to join up, use this code STARTINGSTRONG30 for a 30% discount. And also, if you go into the description below, there is a free 30, 60 or 90 day workout plan as well. Yeah. And, and with that being said, to put it into monetary value, the price of this program is going to be going up to £120 per month or £300 all in for the paid in full. With this discount, it works out at like £70 per week if you if you apply the 30% discount and you're getting some face-to-face -face training or the option of face-to-face -face training. Um, I'd probably even say you guys who, who can't make it here, obviously myself and James would still uh, be open to kind of Answer any questions that you that you might have. Um, with that being said, if you are finding us for the first time, we have episodes out every Monday and Thursday at six a.m. and we release the guest a uh, guest episode every second Saturday. Um, also, if you haven't already subscribed to the YouTube channel, you can watch our lovely faces over there. So head on over. And last but not least feel like a broken record here but if you haven't already, uh, leave us a five star rating on Apple Podcast and Spotify. I'm we a are. good hacker, so I'll find out where you are. See if you're listening and you've no left five stars. <laughs> but we do we in. do appreciate yeah, your most valuable asset, which is your time. So, with that being said... Let's get into today's episode. Are you wearing Vic? No. I smell like Vic. You know how like... I know what Vic is, aye. Is that not you? I thought it was you. I thought it was your, your knee, maybe. That's what I was like... No, no, no. <laughs> Does it smell good, then? I wouldn't say good. It's I like... like smell of Vic. Do you? It's like medical. You mean Vic's or Vic? Like the stuff you put in your chest and you go... Aye, it helps you breathe. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. It's like that, that wintery type smell. No? No. Nothing no different. Anyway. Might be my, my clothes, mate. They're not dried, right? Oh, probably not. <laughs> Single man lifestyle. Single man lifestyle. <laughs> They'll dry in the corner ah, in the pile yeah, together. Who will? Who will? <laughs> Do you get con conscious about that? What? 
like the smell of your clothes. Nah. I used to always get really conscious. When I, I was in school, mate, I was, I was right. like, what's that smell? Does I, that smell I, good? I, I hate that. <laughs> See, when I was in school, I was so para about it. Uh, I'd be in pee and i go, that fucks you up, man. Mate, it what? Does, it does fuck you up, doesn't mate, it? Mate, I didn't <laughs> know anything else went through this. No, 100%. I used like, to be in pee and I used to go, is that me? Aye. And then I, I used to be in my own head. I'm sure I dogged an afternoon school the rest of school because I was that paranoid of how I smelt and I had to go home. I was like, I can't so can sit in this, class. This is mad, right? This it's because you're sitting next to like you're sometimes you get paired up with like the so, good looking girl in high school and I was like, nah, can I do it? I honestly think it was because of that because it wouldn't have been because of my mates and that. Aye, I mean, when I was in PE with, like, with the lassies, I go, do I smell a shite? No shite, no shite, no shite. <laughs> it wasn't a shite. But it was like, am I stinky? And I'd go, I don't know. You put the other one, you go, I still feel like I smell. So this is this is funny, right? This is a wee bit mad, but this is what ha- used to happen to me when I took gear, like coke, right? Right. I used to feel like see when I used to get right sweaty, like see you started sweating. I used to like see see like that feeling. I go, that smell it's right. Would just random to random. But people. it would never no no when they say it, I, like, I would start saying it to my pals, right. but it would never leave my mind. And see once I started, I'd convince myself that I'd shot myself the whole night. <laughs> right. <laughs> And I'd go to the toilet and I'd check and I'd go, right, I've no shot myself, right? It's no me. But what is that smell? <laughs> <laughs> but I think you just start making it up, man. Aye. You'd be like, what the fuck? Controlling yourself. And I think that came from like back in the day when I used to be in like PE mm. and I go, like you'd be beside all the last and you go, am I smelling? If I told you the story of how me and Jillian met, but didn't really meet. So Jillian knew of me in like fourth or fifth year in high school. Nah, we'd look play his games. No, no, no. So we went to two different schools. She went to, she went to St. Aidan's, I went to Coltness. So she went to the Catholic school, right? Oh, did you? So how this all met was because of the smell thing, right? So this, I think you get to like third or fourth year, you start stealing your dad's aftershave and that. So I, I stole my dad's like, uh, stepdad's ultraviolet or whatever the one of the Mind guy, that right? One. Aye, that was a class one, right? <laughs> so I, every, 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 every young guy ended up uh, smelling like this. So anyway, I put that on and I used to walk by one of Jillian's pals at, um, every morning when I used to walk to school. And then I get known in St. Aidan's as this guy that smelt good. And because I smelt good, they thought they all fancied me. And this is this is like Jillian's group of pals. And it's so funny, like years later, she was like, uh, we used to like write your name on the in the board and, and school and circle it and all that. <laughs> what the fuck? How weird is that though? because I smelt good. That's mad, isn't it? There's something to there's something to be said about like I smell the, the no the pheromones that like you release there's like a sexual attraction. To oh them. no, definitely. I was rife with them, man. <laughs> <laughs> Had a wee fan group, <laughs> and then Jillian bagged me. She'll be, ah, she'll yeah, be like lucky the women, pop, popular lucky, girl. Lucky women, eh? <laughs> aye, aye. Uh, you believe that, mate? Uh, no, I will. I will. Uh, but, she uh, tells that story like I used to, I used somebody to, else's name on, on the wall. <laughs> see when because I'm sure one of them had said once like, uh, "Oh, you smell really good." And that was that. It was like, oh, fucking hunters here. Hunters here. They tell you one thing. That's, your, that's your identity. It was, I. That's honestly how I started. Usama uh, uh, um, filmed like a podcast in here for his YouTube channel. Um, so shout out to him. In fact, I'll, I'll bring up his uh, YouTube and give him a wee shout out because he's the stuff and knowledge and stuff that he's providing for his coaching, like trying to get skinny guys jacked as his, as his niche. But he had me on and and he was talking, he's like, how did you get into fitness? And it just brought me back. And it was that one, oh, Dale's getting an eight pack. And I was aye, like, aye. fucking set ups every night. Did you see the picture I threw up the other night? Aye, aye, that aye. was uh, third or fourth year in high school. That's mad, isn't it? I'm fucking jacked. <laughs> 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 Tension there, turtle back. 
Mate, I didn't understand bodybuilding or posing back then because YouTube was doing as much. I was fucking flexing and finding all this out firsthand. Reading muscle magazines and all that. I actually get embarrassed looking back, man. And I'd say to my dad, and that, like, if you're going to get me a t shirt, get me an extra small. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember the first time shopping yourself? Like, you had free reign to spend your money? Fuck, mate, no. I don't. So I genuinely have no idea. So I do. and it was remember top man used to do like three t-shirts for 12 pound and you had that a, like it was v-necks and one color of the sleeve was like green <laughs> one was red and one was like blue <laughs> i used to cut about a name but again i would do you i try on the mediums like this isn't it tight enough uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and to the, the point, to the point to the point up there i look back at pictures and the t-shirts like fucking there and you're like, like we belly tops and that fuck? um Sam's just tried to FaceTime me. So let's get into this debate. We were just having right, it beforehand, right? right, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we've just thrown up a, a clip from Richard's podcast. If you haven't listened to, to Richard's podcast, <laughs> one, two, five. I think it, 125 is a really good podcast, actually. He liked kind of getting into the mind of his upbringing and, and what kind of what kind of makes the man that he is today. And he's also got a lot of knowledge in that to share. But one of the clips we've taken is basically saying that everyone has... The, the everyone potential. everyone has the potential to be successful and you shouldn't be held back because you don't think that you're good enough or talented enough and the analogy he used he compared it to people aren't born as a superstar athlete was what he said no. man tiktok is ruthless with this yeah. do you see the guy i hate this i fucking hate I this know, is, I this it, is the worst part ever is. we should start a podcast mate we've been going podcasting for a year we're not in that category we're leading the aye. way in scotland I, I don't even reply to the things I, I, do, I, I just go nice part of me there's no any point wasting your energy on that no 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 there is no there is isn't. more comments more engagement aye, aye, more true, likes true, you need to true. play the marketing game you should say look at your profile picture mate you <laughs> dog <laughs> you dog <laughs> we should do a podcast episode just getting all the trolls mate, yeah, what's been said uh, so uh, i seen it like we'll go back to this right yeah, yeah. it's quite funny to talk about tiktok and it was a lassie put up a hangman it was like her and a boyfriend and for for some reason american guys like uh, american girls are attracted but he's obviously a tall guy who's got a wee bit of money who obviously does well for himself like, i don't know I, I just i just think i see this all the time i'm I, like that guy's punching ah, hi, hi. But, so this is it's kind of like that but you could tell he was actually a handsome guy but just the way they dress is a wee different to us right oh, they yeah, dress yeah, different yeah and uh the the, the top comments like what, what am i doing wrong man and she, she commented you look about 15 that's what's wrong <laughs> Ruthless. <laughs> She's got about ten thousand likes, and that wee guy's like, ah, "I'm never commenting on a TikTok ever again." Here's the game you need to play. Aye, aye. I guess that's that's the modern day era of building resilience and confidence. That is aye? either makes or break you. That wee guy to... has been destroyed. I know, I know. So, so anyway, back to back to this comment. This clip was basically saying that. And my mate Sam, he tried to FaceTime me, see if he FaceTimes again. Is, is, that, is he trying to talk to you about that, do you think? Aye. He's like, <laughs> he's so, mate, right on it. He's so heated. Look, this was all last night, right? I left the conversation, I patched him last night, and he double texted me this morning going, So did I win this argument? I'm like, Well, right, you're obviously emotionally heated with this sort aye, of stuff. Aye, aye. So you said that people are born, you believe people are born talented? There, there's some people, I know, born talented as in they have a gift for something. Like and they have they have a gift for something. Whether they actually get into that, do you know what I mean? Do you know? I think that's this is where I, that's I, genetic potential, no talent. I think talent is. That's the same thing. I think 
I, I but I, I don't by talented. I don't mean that they are going to win. They just swan through life. Yeah, I know you're not. I, I, I mean, mean that they find the thing they're good at so much easier than everybody else. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I and this is this is the point that I was. I'm I'm looking at the comments that's getting brought up, and what I was saying is if Messi was born in Wishy or Wisha for you. Uh, for majority of our listeners that are not from Scotland, <laughs> um, well, there's a place in Scotland that's just a wee. De- I wouldn't even say it's deprived. Just it's a wee no, town, no a wee deprived, town outside no Glasgow. Um, if Messi was born in that town, I don't think he would be at the status that he is today. But you made a good point. He probably would be very good at football. Aye. And this is where a combination of environment, genetic potential, or talent, whatever you want to call it, and just the right environment that's exposed to that individual, Aye. they'll have the 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 chances of succeeding are way more than someone like me or you who isn't genetically but dispos- here's where I will I, I, I do agree but I do this is the whole I, it's, it's no it's no a black and white scenario it's no like this is it and this is it he would be more talented at football but what happens if his mum and dad didn't put him into football or what happens if he went to Bells Hill Academy, right? And was hanging about with the smokers. This is what I mean. Environment no, no, matters. No, big yeah. time, big time, big time. I and do agree. Sam, it, he, he actually infuriates me, man. Good mate of mine. Love him to bits. I smash his face in when I next see Does my fucking head in. So I was yeah. actually having a conversation with one of my other mates. And uh, I don't really want to get this too much just in case it offends someone. But I was like... Ugh. I just don't know how people can like some people are just in a spot where they just can't get out of it and I'm not like it takes time to change but some people are genuinely like there forever mm-hmm. and I'm like what is the difference between <laughs> what is the difference between why do they not want better and I, I just can't understand it and then I go everybody is that little bit different why is that the case I don't know. Do you know that way? But some people genuinely are happy. No, 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 no. They aren't actually happy. They aren't happy. They They convince themselves. They convince themselves that they're happy and they stay there. And I go, what is the difference between somebody goes, I need to fucking be better and I need to do better and like they start changing everything for someone who just does the exact same things for the rest of their life? Mm. Do you know what I mean? I think, again, it's upbringing, environment, Mm. the people they surround themselves with. Um, Honestly, like when you think about it, the people who tend to lift weights regularly for the right reasons Aye. have a wee bit more spunk in them to fucking get after it. Aye, <laughs> I don't know if that's no, the right no, word, no, but no, you know no, what they I mean? Aye, aye. They, they have a wee bit more oomph for, and, and not just lifting weights, but the, if they're working on their health, then they're going to work on other aspects because Fuck I think you start realising like, right, okay, I'm, I, I, I'm a I've been person. able to transform my health. Aye. Can I do that in my social life? Can aye. I do that in my career? Can I do that in other aspects? And it and it bleeds over for sure. Aye, aye. So, but this brings back that was the the kind of conversation we had on the last podcast, which was going for first, second, and third place can be a a dangerous kind of path to go down because, like you said, in the powerlifting world, world in the powerlifting world, if your arms are longer, then their deadlift is going to be potentially better than aye. yours just by genetically being born that way. Aye, um, but that's not going to hold you back from competing. And I no. think that's the that's the main message about the whole thing, like. Fuck genetics, fuck talent. Like, why let that control and destiny you not trying that? Because what happens if you love it? It's funny. Who cares like, about the first, second, third place? It's funny, like, obviously, that outliers book is like basically explaining why people get to the, the stage they're at. But with outliers, it's talking about people who are at the top, top. Yeah, yeah. The top, like top. Top 1% right? studied. 
So I'm reading that and I'm like, I'm already on a different path from the rest of my family. Like I am, like, I look at the rest and I'm not saying that, like and I, when I say family, I don't even mean close family. All of my family go the same route. Do you know what I mean? I, like they go, right, I'm going to do this job and I'm going to do it for the rest of my life and I'm going to provide for my family. And I just, I know that that's no, I, I, I know I will never be satisfied with that kind of life. Mm-hmm. Right? And then I'm reading that book and I'm going, I'm no going down that path. And I said, I don't want to. I said, I don't really care that they were destined for that because they've done that. But the one, the biggest part that it tells you is you need to put in hours to be really good at something. Yeah, that's the, there's a common you need theme to, in everything. Uh, everybody yeah. who is good, mm-hmm. who has been doing something for a very, very fucking long time and they've been doing it. This is where I would say to clients, you can come into the gym and you can half-arse it. And you can speak to somebody who's been got to the gym for five years, who's been half arsing it. They've not got five years worth of experience, mm. right? They've got maybe three months. But also, see when see the episode we done when it said what makes some of our clients, the our <laughs> more successful clients, successful. A lot of that is experience as well. Before they get they get history of yeah, yeah. really understanding the journey and that sort yeah. of stuff, which is it's fascinating. But yeah, it's like ten thousand hour rule, 10, and that hours. gets bashed from time to time as well. Because you're right, it has to be. 10,000 hours of of Good. doing the right thing. Aye. No 10,000 hours of like kind of tiptoeing and muddling about Aye. and kind of half arsing it, as you, as you said. And that's really changed my mindset on like a lot of things instantaneously. It, it makes you like, we were saying to, who were we speaking to? Was it Rio and that that were in Rio and Lucas? Yeah, 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 yeah. And they were saying, oh, how are you, how is the podcast going? And the podcast look, for you guys that listen, like it's going extremely well and, hugely grateful for you but when me and james sat down i think we never said this out loud and i don't know if we've said that on a podcast but we never sat down and went we need to be making this much money for the no, podcast no, 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 in no. this amount of time no, 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 we've no, just no. went this is something we're going to do f- forever, forever. <laughs> in all honesty aye, aye. i can't see as i can't see a time where i'm not doing it because it's value that we're providing to the space and in, in our whole mission statement of the integrity we have the message we want to kind of communicate to people it just it just feels good right. to do it and aye, it feels, aye, right. It feels aye. right and that's where you asked why did we not have that frame of mind the first 10 episodes we were continually getting better and better at our craft and see the funny thing is right and this so you look at the podcast how much hours have you put in the podcast i'm just about to do the math on it so say right the average episode is about an hour 10 i but it's not even just the podcast aye. it's the lead up to the podcast aye. it's after the podcast Thinking it's trailers it. for the podcast it's clips for the podcast it's everything that we've done in the last year. And then when you read something like that, you go, man, that was all worth it. Aye. So if you look at the 10,000 hour rule, right, see in terms of podcasting, we're only at 200. We've not even broke a thousand hours. Uh, yeah, but we're A thousand not, minutes, maybe. Like, but Aye, we're no, we're no just that we're, we're well past that. What? We're about 500 all in. All we're, different things, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aye, when we talk about editing, learning, mm. podcasting, you know what I mean? Like, and then you put that. It can on. only get better. But that's five hundred good hours. Eyes of solid, your craft. Solid hours, and then going and PT people because the po- what we speak about the podcast is what we speak about people. Mm. So you're consistently gone with a frame of mindset after the podcast mm. to speaking about people the same. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're waiting up and you're not doing anything like that, and then you got to work and you're just like I need to, I need to be here, <clears throat> and then you need to go home. And you're like I'm happy with that. Then the hours don't add up and equal to be the same no but you, you were asking like why do people not have that urgency do you think it's imposter syndrome 
because you had a bit of that at the start. You say, I think you just said that last week. I, I know I did. I had big. You're I, like that's what kind of held you back in a way. It does it does hold you back, man. Mm. Post syndrome holds you back. And you, we said in a few podcasts ago, someone told you imposter syndrome will always be there. Yeah. Think that's true? I think, I, I guess so. If it's not there, then your ego's too much because you think you're the best. I think, I think there's a fine line between ego and being confident. You know what I mean? Like ego, arrogant and confidence are all, traits that we we do want to have yeah. because it it kind of sets your authoritative standpoint but if there's too much ego involved then you're not going to hear the opposing argument aye, aye, for aye, example yeah, yeah, which absolutely, absolutely. Would, would never be the the case um having passion and fire behind your stance you need to have confidence in that yeah i guess imposters i don't know i think it as you start leveling up you go to like a different like the you hit your you go from zero to the to the top right the glass ceiling you get to that glass ceiling then you move into another pool so the other pool would be and you get surrounded by aye there's you're right at level one again, again and you're aye, like oh fuck, i've got this imposter syndrome aye, so aye. I, I i'm trying to think of things that i can compare it to like starting a podcast studio i was aye. like man i can't start a podcast studio i can't do that like aye, look aye. at g4 and the green room and aye, all these aye, other aye, ones aye. but then you start doing it and you're like oh, you know no, what I i've can't. got i've got confidence in myself to do this yeah um but taking the leap's probably the hardest thing Taking leaps always the hardest thing, mm. no matter what. We've got what what November's nearly closing out. We should do a podcast and kind of recommend to you guys to email in, kind of the the goals that you're setting, mm. kind of looking back at this year and one thing that you want to set forward for going next year. So I'll tell you straight up, I, when I wrote down, I would say I want to be making four k by January. I look back at I knew ripped up. Did you? Bennett. We said something on the podcast. <laughs> we need to go back and listen to that. I can't remember. Remember we done a New Year's resolution podcast? Oh, uh, last year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We done it at the start of January. Well, we, we, we can, can, we can skip this year's one. No, no, no. We no, need no, to we listen can. to it because it, we can. it's kind of recognising, right? I think talking about it in the maturity of, look, that was maybe an immature goal. Aye. Like you said, because it was all focused on Aye. the outcome. I would say that the 4K for me, looking what I've learned now about everything, so immature. It's just the same as my clients looking to lose 10 pounds what does 4k means i can pay my bills and be happy right it's, it's obviously financial financial security is obviously the key but if i change that goal right one 4k won't actually make me happy right mm. three and a half i'd be fine with that three i'd be fine with that do you know what i mean Six, I've got, 12, it, it genuinely doesn't it, it, it doesn't matter do you know what i mean and you know what? There will become a time where I will will make more, like very, very, very soon. Like mm -hmm. everything's on the high, but that's because I simply bend that and wrote everything else down, and I wrote the processes. Aye, the processes. Mm -hmm. I need to be better at this. Mm -hmm. I need to have better at this. I need to put more effort into this. I need to put more effort into this. That's what leads yeah. to that desired outcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's no it that feels it feels it. Aye, aye. This is like you writing down. I want to lose ten pounds, or I want to gain ten pounds if you're trying to gain muscle. That is just arbitrary. You have no fucking idea how long it will actually take you to get there. Mm. No, who cares if it's ten years? Who Aye. cares if it's three? Who cares if it's six weeks? What right? would get you there though? Yeah. Write that down. How mm. fast can you do that? Right, try and do that as fast as you can, and then whatever happens, happens. Well, this is good. If you're doing all that well, yeah. then you will. Something will happen. Good segue into the into today's topic. But before we get into that. 
what I talk about just real quickly as well, the whole, um, what was it? It was a recent paper. Of, oh, fuck. I didn't write the actual link down. I'll find it after the 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 show and put it in the show notes. But it was like 40% of people with hypertension and type 2 diabetes, mm-hmm. 40% of those people weren't classed as obese. Right? And I was like, right. I was like, how the fuck have they got this? And I was thinking like, um, genetics but then i'm like but genetically they've been fine their whole life like what's happened and they're under muscled they've got they've got less strength and muscle in their body and there's a there's a wee bit of movement just now that would obesity epidemic is something there's something that we spoke about but i think we should do a wee bit of kind of deep diving into the lack of muscle epidemic that's happening and what that the side effects and what that can cause so less muscly you are the less you don't have as much strength um, and have you ever came across a client that's like, I guess they've been falling into the category of skinny fat, right? So they kind of, they're, they're, they're quite small and light, but when you kind of look at the, if you ever do measurements with your clients and you're like, you're kind of falling like BMI wise, you're falling into the obese category, but you're like 60 kilo, 70 kilo. How's, how's that possible? And it's because of the, um, you get different, do you remember in your PT qualification, it was like your pear shaped, your right. apple shape and uh, all that yeah. sort of stuff. So I was thinking about that this morning. And I was like, fuck, that's, that's actually so true that muscle is very important to everyone's health journey. Right. And and I think there's still a bit of a, a, a kind of stigma around muscle. Oh, fuck. No, don't I get too bulky? Uh, no, nah, do I look like that sebum? Uh, okay, <laughs> see, when we talk about genetics, he's at the top of the Good tree, luck. right? <laughs> Good fucking luck. <laughs> environment and all that. You could have the best environment, but you ain't getting there. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Some people, and again, it's like, you're used to seeing sebum, for example, and you keep seeing it. And if it's on lunch, you're like, did you? Oh, did you? Aye. I'm, I'm, I like to see where his fatherhood journey is going to go. I, I, I like him. I like him. It just, I was like, does it actually add any value to my life? No. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't fair. like bodybuilding. Aye, so I'm, I, what's the point? Aye, what am I, what am I doing? Aye. It's just getting me annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't actually get me annoyed. No, no, I actually true. like sebum. I think he's a good guy. Hmm. I, think he's a, I think he's a top top guy. The message he actually spreads. But at the end of the day, he is bodybuilding. He is abusing PEDs. So. True, true, fair. It's like fair, fair, yeah, fair. he's a good guy, but so yeah, but in in terms of building muscle, that's fascinating that you can still develop some chronic health issues mm-hmm. that would fall into the category of obese people can only get this, yeah. And just because you're you might not be morbidly obese or obese, and you're like, I'm not that, a lot I'm of not, fat compared I, to the I'm amount of muscle fat. you've had. Have you ever met MD in your family that's got a hard stomach, like their belly's like swollen? It's like, aye, but that's solid. Referred to as the one yeah, pack. I've, I've got a lot of family members whose health isn't fantastic. Well, that's what I mean, but like the the whole point, and again, that's like that's kind of pointing to this visceral fat that's not really spoke about. The fact that if you guys are listening, the the it's fat that attaches to your organs as opposed to the kind of fat that sits in the outer part of the aye, body. Aye. And a lot of people are in disbelief. It's like, nah, I'm I'm all right. I'm so I can still. That's because they they see skinny as health. Mm. Like this always been the case. You distorted. get skinnier, you're you're healthier. Very That's your fitness journey. Mm. Your fitness journey is getting skinnier. Yeah, and I didn't I didn't really have this in my arsenal to communicate back to when we done the BC episode. I got a I, I, got, I know we've learned a lot. <laughs> I got a message from someone saying, "I don't think obesity is as big as a problem as you think. I think it's the the, the skinnier thing that's that's more of a problem." This was someone that worked in the in the NHS, and I was like, "I I hear your point. I I do. I hear your point, but." I think if you go down a high street, you're still, and you kind of look about, you can see that it's just ill health. Well, I mean, you might not class it as obese, but that, it's a combination of both. I would actually both. agree with that point because 
whenever when everything is in play with your health, like your habits and your lifestyle is good, very easy to lose body fat, mm. right? But if you're in health, if you're holistic health, the way you treat yourself, your habits, your food choices, your training is poor, your health is going to be poor. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So you're going to be making worse choices, worse habits. You're going to be, and you're going to get obese from that fact, I would say. And that's why obesity is probably mostly caused. That's what I see now. Yeah. You ask people, <clears throat> how do you eat? And you hear them, you go, whoa, fucking hell. Much do you move? Whoa, fucking hell. Oh, did you see the, the, who shared it? Was it Max Lukavia or uh, one of the one of the accounts I follow? Remember we were talking about the Hadza tribe? The tribe who either run and they live like modern day hunter gatherers, right? Aye. So guess how much they move on a daily basis. So bear in mind they burn the same amount of calories as the average American who watches TV and lives an office life. Thirty five thousand steps. Uh, I, I think you're actually spot on. Nineteen <laughs> miles. Right. Nineteen miles a day they move. Aye. Yet their calorie burn is the equivalent to the that. The reason I know that is because uh, when I went to that rave, I moved, I moved <laughs> 35,000 steps. Danced all day And I was and like, see if you're a hunter-gatherer, I can imagine them being like that. Yeah, that. so it's 10,000, the average pace, 9,500, 10,000 uh, 10, steps is about five miles, so five. I, so it's mad to think like somebody, some people that move that much, it's not just, it's not just quite as simple as move more eat less because these guys are moving like the absolute max Ma, when i'm speaking to clients i'm like it's no move more eat less this is no we're doing we are eating more moving a little bit more mm. no doubt i say see if your steps are high we're still eating more mm. we're not moving anymore i think but you're going to be training more you're uh, going to be lifting weights more but i think the whole move more eat less movement uh, is it's simpli is, sim simplicity i bet it's also part to why people are losing muscle oh i fuck i because it's all like, well, okay I. i'll run it's like, man, I just wish, I know you love running, but I just wish you kind of went down this path of resistance training. Yeah. Which leads us nicely on to today's conversation. 32 minutes in. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> this is meant to be a deep dive episode, but you know, as we, we love a chit chat. So how do you start your fitness journey? We've done episodes like this in the past, but I think, as we said, there's a lot of lessons learned this year and I don't think our approach has necessarily changed, but we want to kind of lay out a, a framework that you can follow if you or maybe someone that you know is struggling to get started after the back of this episode, you should have a good understanding on where to start with your fitness journey. Yep. Now, for you guys who are in your fitness journey, still worth listening to because when you break it down, there might be things that you go, man, I've been really hard on myself with that certain area. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pivot and change to, to what we say in, in today's episode. So kind of moving on to the, the let's kind of start where you... You mentioned, was this off? And this might have been off camera when you were talking about it. Like, you need to find something you enjoy. However, before you even start your fitness journey, you've not started because you don't enjoy it, right? You, you you think of it and, and it's a chore. And I think we all have the things that we do that it's like, man, I don't know if I can be bothered doing that. But the reward is in doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the, there's an element of discipline right at the start of this process. And, and where you jump into that, that path you might be right in and you, you just got, right, cool, I'm motivated, I'm ready to get after it. Or you might be the person that jumps in and it's like, man, I don't know if this is for me. I think sticking to it for, what would you say, three months? Bye. Bless, bless you. Uh, so sticking to it for about three months would be 
the kind of rule of thumb before right. you make any rash decisions. Now, sticking to something for three months doesn't mean you're dialed every week, week on, week out. It's just some weeks are better than others, but for the three months, you're going after it. Yeah. So, in terms of where to start, there's, there's, there's kind of a lot that you can throw at it and it's not just doing the whole kind of kitchen sink approach where it's like, do this, do that, like move, move more, eat less, blah, 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 blah. Aye. Where are you starting like from a, so like, like let's kind of break the categories down. So I would say the the movement part is one element. Yep. The nutrition part is another pillar. After that, we've got your kind of external hormonal biofeedbacky type things like your sleep, yeah, you need to and your, your digestion and and your mood and stress and and whatnot you've then got the workout did i say the workout no kind of losing track no no, yeah. <laughs> no no movement you started uh, aye and then other thing i so that would fall into the category of like water and stuff like that and before well. we go any further if you want to succeed in your fitness journey right and you want to continue there without it being too much a chore you need to do all four of these things at the start mm-hmm. now you don't need to go balls to the wall with them but you do I would say if you want to be successful, you don't need to do them all because you'll have a much better understanding yourself. You need to be at least tracking them all aye, aye. because awareness is what we always say is kind of the first, aye. the first thing you need to understand is like going, who are you? Aye, it's like, where, where is your lifestyle aye. at? Because if 10,000, I love using that analogy, the 10,000 steps, like, okay, Dale, I'll, I'll, I'll walk 10,000 steps a day. And it's like, right, cool, brilliant. Oh, I've, I've, I'm struggling. Uh, right, how much are you moving? I only do about 1,500 steps a day. It's like, that's fucking fivefold of what you're aye, doing. Aye. Like, that's a lot. Aye. That's a lot. So understanding where you are, definitely tracking all of them. <laughs> tracking them from a week. And I think let's start the conversation on the, the the nutrition bit, right? So everyone's probably heard of your BMRR calculators, which is your online calculators. If you use MyFitnessPal, it's what they use. And for today's episode, I want to do like a wee example of James, right? And this is where everyone said it many times in the podcast before that everyone's got their own fingerprint when it comes to their nutritional um, output. So if I put online macros, right? So James is going to shout out to me. So what would your goal be just now? What's the, what's the, what's the, no, no, I'm saying what is your goal to lose weight, gain weight or maintenance? Well, uh, actually let's start there. So, your fitness, getting started in your fitness journey, you need to understand your why. Aye. Like, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing aye. it? Aye. What would be some whys that you've heard in the past that you've had to kind of challenge some of your newer clients on? I just want to look a bit better. All right. Does that... Well, you may as well just cut the call off. <laughs> no, but generally I'm like, why do you want to look better? Do you know the argument I love as well with this? No look better is that I want to lose weight. I don't care how I do it. I just want to lose weight. Cut your arm off then. <laughs> oh, you don't want to lose weight that much? Uh-huh. Oh, okay, right, right, right. <laughs> so it's getting down into a deeper level. It's actually quite funny because... Because it's true. <laughs> I, no, I'll actually, quite, quite early in the calls that I've been having, by the way, just so you know, uh, first 12 weeks, no one, no one's goal is to lose weight with me. And instantaneously they know. Like, I, you, you do not come to me to lose weight. And the reason I do that is because... I've had a couple of clients in the past and I explain this to people. I've tried to put them in a cut early and I've regretted it forever. So I think about it to this day. Mm. Go, why the fuck did I do that? And well, I know why I done it because I was naive and I didn't, yeah, yeah. didn't feel it. Part know. of the pr- process. But I'll never do that with MD ever again mm. for that reason because I've seen that it was 
the totally wrong decision to do. Mm-hmm. They had nothing. They were never ready. And most people are in the same box. It's that whole, like, you don't know what normal feels like. And if you're going into <laughs> a state of already high stress, <sighs> I fuck it, right, I can I can do this, I can do this. Mm-hmm. You just add more stress. problems and stress mm-hmm. to that to that mix. And it's a weird phenomenon. Like, that's why, like, you it'll come up to the season of the challenges and everything that goes on where it's all about getting shredded and you'll, you'll hear us fight against that and yeah. and hopefully we can actually bring somebody on that can fight the argument for it but I, st- I still don't see the I don't see the good I, in the, I had the so, challenge somebody the other day and I was explaining and she was like I would like to look good from a holiday and I was like I'll explain something to you I was like see because I was like I went on holiday long ago she's like I because I was explaining to her I do the same thing all the time I don't change anything and she was like also for like three or four weeks before it, but you cut. I was like, no, I don't do anything. I, I go on holiday the way I'm. I said, because I'm on track all the time. I said, I said I'll said i do maintenance phases, I'll do bulking phases, I'll do cutting phases. If I really feel like I need to do a cutting phase, but it's not for my holiday. I go I go on holiday the way I'm. And she's like, oh, fuck. I like, and I was like, aye, because I've spent so long building it. And I said, that's what we... we I say that's the best way that I see today because how does it feel when you go to cut? Does it feel great? Like, yeah. I need to cut for this. How do you feel you're on a holiday? You never feel that great. And I say, what's the difference between you being 2% body fat different on holiday? Fuck all. Fuck all. Mm. And I was like, that's the way you need to look at your full life. I said, if you realise you're going to be doing this forever, then you're going to go on holiday feeling good all the time. Yeah, and also, like, how many people can actually cut with double the amount of calories that their pals do it with Aye. that's the other valuable thing it's like well yeah we can we can so for me I, I i i'm on the same page as you like i would absolutely communicate that on the other side of that if you want to use the holiday as the the kind of snapshot to dictate when your cut is then we'll do it but Aye, we'll we do can, it the right way it needs to yeah. be a, it Aye. needs to be a far away Aye, holiday exactly and, can be one two months away and this is the thing i want to i want to <laughs> cut somebody right up to their their holiday now i've done it with clients in the past just because limited on time in the aye, way that aye, came that to me but i would cut somebody probably six weeks before their holiday three weeks of a cut start and then that. read back to maintenance because the thing you don't realize with a cut when you go you're so depleted and you get you get that snapshot of how depleted you are then that becomes your whole fixated vision so as soon as you have the first cocktail or the first buffet breakfast you're ah! like oh man what was that for so if you kind of refeed and go into a maintenance or a reverse diet in your holiday you're stronger Mm -hmm. your hormones are better your energy is good yeah so you're going to enjoy it more and that's that's important thing right so starting with nutrition then let's do this wee exercise because i think this is very important to to communicate you can use these calculators as a guidance but just understand that it's it can be way off in the example that i'm probably going to go over so what age are you 26 uh height 510. 510. That's what you said. 59. That's what you said. <laughs> you tell me 510. What is that in centimeters? Oh, fuck knows. I have no. 172 or something? Wait, no, wait, no, wait, no. Five. I think it's like 172. What is five foot nine? Why is it fucking known feet and inches? I don't know. It's just the whatever one I've picked, right? In centimeters. Oh. Uh, 177.8 for, for you guys that want to do the math. Right? math. right, 177.8. So here's where it gets interesting. So height, one seven seven point eight. So what is your weight just now? Uh, eighty point four kilo. I was this morning. 
88.4. Okay, so and then ask you for your activity level, how often you're exercising, what would you say that your your job level is? So it goes from little to no exercise to very intensive exercise daily or physical job. So in that range, the breakdown exercise. So it goes from little to no exercise. Right all the way up to very intense exercise daily or physical job. I would afford that. So intensive exercise six or seven times a week. No. So you'd say daily exercise, intense exercise three to four times a week. So that's your lifts. I'm okay in the middle. Aye, so we'll go with that one, right? <clears throat> your goal? What's your goal we'll just go, now? I'm probably in the intensive, mate, because I've got ADHD. Aye, that's what I said, intense three, four workouts. Aye. Uh, what's your goal just now? You're to gain weight? Yeah. And this is the thing as well, right? These are all goals around weight. And this is the thing that can, it fucking channels you down a route that weight. you might not have an interest in. Mm -hmm. And in all honesty, your goal should not be around weight. It should not be around looks. I, I, I say shouldn't not be, like it can be the, the, the measurement milestone, but ultimately the goal for most people should be starting with getting stronger, and getting healthier and yeah. that that's a very broad statement we'll break that down later in the episode and yeah, what yeah. that looks like so you want to gain weight do you want uh so here's here's the mad thing so this call this is mad this calculator this is like the top search calculator as well is that tde tde calculator.net this one is right. shame on you guys right extreme weight loss two pounds per week so one kilo per week which is standard if you're in the right that, cut as well that's that's heavy. I know, I know. So what are you saying? Yours is what weight I'm gain? No, I'm no arm weight gain. Do you want to gain two point five kilos a week, or would you like to two point five kilos, or would you like to gain one kilo a week? One kilo a week. Aye. One well, kilo a week. This 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 uh, calculator is going to get you there. You'd love to gain one, one kilo a week. Would you like to gain one kilo a week? That's fucking hot. That's heavy. Yeah. So let's click that and see what it says. That's two pounds a week. So let's see what that's to do for you, right? So what this does, this calculates, uh a ballpark figure of calories and this is why i wanted to do this live because i don't know i know you're dialed in on the amount of calories that you have and you're very regimented and consistent to where you are right so grams of protein that you have to have per day 230 right i'm having about 270 right, that's so, no just i don't pick that number it's just because that's my diet that's okay carbs you have to have 503 grams quite a lot fat 107 i'm eating more than that calories 3,700 calories. If you eat 3,700 3, calories, James, you will gain one kilo a week. Right. How much calories have you been consuming for the last six months? Uh, so the last six weeks I can go for, I've, for the first, I only started eating two days ago, 4,150. And I've not really been training for the last three weeks properly, mm -hmm. maybe three times a week. So that's even less than that. <laughs> and I have gained... 1.5 kilos in six weeks and that's with not training mm. and as soon as you train you'll probably lose that yeah so I'm, go, I'm going up to 4350 this week yeah because i'm going to start training again so uh, the whole point of this exercise is to show you that like so that's these... 500 calories less than what i eat it's 1.5 kilos less than what it said i should gain no six weeks would be six it's... kilos Six kilo high, fuck it. It's not 1.5, it's, oh, it's four and a half kilos off, right? So let's use this. And I hadn't done a shite before this morning. 
<laughs> so it's 80.4 before the shite. So let's reverse this because most people's goal is going to be to lose weight and everybody always clicks the extreme weight loss one, right? Yeah. So you have to eat 1,700 calories if you want to, to lose weight. I now, have. Aye. I die. So, aye, exactly. So so I, this is where... <clears throat> my cutting phase would be 3,300. Easy. Maybe a wee bit higher, I'd say. Aye. Because you've not been kind of lose much. Aye. The, the whole point of me doing that exercise there is to show you that it's not to compare your lifestyle to James because James is, um, falls into a category of people where... But that's 1,600 calories off. Uh, huge, huge. 1,600 and this calories. Is, and, and this is a very extreme example, but I want to highlight the importance of using these calculators and why I'm going to start with the nutritional part of track where you're at for at least two weeks, right? So I was on a call with somebody yesterday and this is where, this is va so valuable that you track for you no one else, not a calculator. Fuck the calculators. See, and I know why. I wouldn't say fuck them. No, I would. I would. I, <clears throat> if you. I mean, I, I don't know how you would fuck them. It's a wee I, bit weird. Uh, <laughs> I'd say fuck them. I'd say there's no calculator that's going to tell you, right. That's oh, what. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no. Do you know anything is good? To, like somebody that's absolutely clueless and doesn't know what to eat and wants to make a change. It starts them somewhere. No, because I was explaining to you why. Okay. So Sorry for that. I was on a call yesterday, somebody who's struggling. And the people who are struggling are struggling for a reason because these things are wrong for them. Yeah, they're masking a problem. That's right? a fair point. Right. And if they were right, then they're not gonna they're not gonna be stuck there. They're gonna be well past. Because mm. as soon as you start seeing progress, you start learning that a little bit more and get on your journey. Yep. Right? Whether whatever way it is, is whatever way it is. So it was like when I'm good with my when I'm on track, I'm really good with my nutrition. <laughs> and I says explain what good means mm. he's like well i put it in a calculator and i get the number and i stick to it and it like well i'm on the ball and i'm, I'm losing i go cool so what's this calculator telling you like 2200 i'm at right uh, he's like but see to be honest with you i'm like, not eating the new he's like see to be honest with you i'm eating a lot so would you say 3500 4000 he's like genuinely probably i am at right i'm at so you're eating about 1,500 to nearly 2,000 less on that calculator. Yeah, you I think, think how good. you feel after two weeks of <clears throat> eating 2,000 less. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you lost weight. Perfect. Great. You'll feel fucking terrible. So yeah, this is this is a very key, key point. Food is energy and food has more value than weight loss and weight gain. Always. Every one of these calculators is like I said, channeling down this route, what's your goal? Gain weight, lose weight. Yeah. Forget that shit then now, right? Eat food and track, which when we come on to the next part, which is going to be like your your external factors of how you're measuring life, how you're measuring progress. So food is energy and with more food comes more energy. And that's where there's the fine line of the right foods and working all that sort of, sort of stuff out. So some guidelines for people to do is your two weeks, you're tracking just drink kinda, everything you eat and drink mm -hmm. everything everything's everything got calories in it um and just see where, where what that ends up is so it fucking depends most people are going to have averaging about seven to nine days of fully tracked days because to be honest this is a tedious thing to do and this is the only reason i'm thinking there is a wee bit of value in just using a calculator because discipline wise if your discipline's so broken that you can't even track your food then all you're doing is prolonging that journey. But then again, I would go down and maybe an another route, which would be just giving protein guidance and increasing. That, that, will, that will help them. Um, so 
So yeah, so you track your you track your food, you get your 14 days worth of calories, um, or however many fully days that you've got tracked, divide that number by the days that you've got fully tracked. So in this case, 14 calories, 14 days of calories times by uh, added up in Fucking total, divided by hell, 14. Man. Jesus, man. Fucking Give me one of the energy drinks, man. I get more cognitively sharp. But that's going to spit out a number, and that number is going to be where your starting point your is of your, of your calories. Now, your goal isn't around weight loss and weight gain. Now, this is really an education and understanding piece because a, a, a very, very important factor of what's going to make you successful and what's going to help you do this whole game of health and fitness forever is really understanding why you're doing what you're doing, yeah. like the knowledge and understanding behind it. Yep. So why we've got this podcast, why we've got tons of episodes to help educate you guys. And this is the this is a, a starting point because you've got to find out a lot about yourself through that that one little process. Aye. You're going to start being more mindful instantaneously. Like it's like you track your food, but don't change anything and they go, right. No. And then because they know, it's like, right, I'm going to change this then because I know that's a wee bit better. And it's like people start changing instantaneously. And then once they've tracked everything, yeah, they've got the calorie and protein, mm. but they've also started implementing a little bit. So straight away, you've no said, try and eat a little bit more mindful, the instantaneously do it. Yeah. So two weeks later, you've got your starting base, but you've also got a slightly more mindful way of eating. Yeah. And so you've got your you got your measurements and whatever you're using, like MyFitnessPal or whatever nutritional tracking app that you're doing, Try and avoid the guidance that they're giving you. Like well, we just showed you how how way off the guidance can uh, be on these apps. Don't don't listen to the guidance. So you got your fourteen days worth of information. What are you doing on that? Well, educating yourself around fat doesn't make you fat. Okay, carbs is an energy source. Carbs aren't bad for you. Protein's not demonized, right? So don't get caught up in the whole propaganda of all these different things. To an extent, sugar's not extremely bad, depending on where you're getting it from. Don't go carnivore. Don't go keto. Don't intermittent fast. Don't do any of these fad diets because you don't know what the fuck you're doing yet. Yeah. So we we need to we need to it's baby steps with this. Baby and fucking steps. So I would I guess I'll be interested to see what your what your take is in this. Go I would say pay attention to two metrics inside your nutrition. So you got your calorie number mm-hmm. and then you're breaking that down and you got I want you to look at your protein and I want you to look at your fiber. And whatever that number is. I want you to try and boost it up mm-hmm. to get closer to the goal of um, your 0. 0.7 to 1, yeah. 0.1, 1.2, I'd probably say. The only reason I like pushing that higher with some people is because it just naturally phases out the, the other foods. But protein is probably one of the more challenging things for my female clients when I think about it. Oh, fuck I. Fuck I. It's always there. So so let's say you do the math, right? Let's say you're a sick. And, and if you're someone who is maybe in the obese or morbidly obese category, take your what your ideal weight would be. Like, you've got a weight in mind because yeah. you might look at it and be like, I have to eat 400 grams of protein. What the fuck? <laughs> Chill. Don't worry. Can I take your ideal I weight? Genuinely, you get like, I, I look at the protein. I, I work the calories the same with the protein. I go, I genuinely do. If you're eating 70 grams of protein, I want you to try and eat 80. Or get one more snack in, which could be 25. It's mm. the great thing about these snacks. Aye, right, they be yogurts, man. They're fucking great. They, they up your protein more than ever. You can have them at your breakfast. It's so funny because you can look at that and I don't know about you, right? I'll go, what are you having for your breakfast? Oh, a bit of toast. <laughs> Some Weetabix. Class. Right. 
That's toasted wheat bags. Oh my god, that's mm. where and what the fuck is doing with your life? But it's always the same. I'm like, what the fuck is eating in the morning? It's marketing, mate. It's insane. I go. It's right. also convenience, and this is a big part of your nutrition. Aye. Convenience is important. Convenience is majorly important. I go right, cool. You know what the fucking easiest thing for you to do is start having a slightly bigger breakfast and protein oats are. Oats are so fucking easy. Overnight oats. Yeah. You know what? Some people don't like them, but most people, see when they hear, it's quick and easy, I'll do that. Aye. Uh, is it, is it, playing the convenience card is, is they a go, big thing. They go, cool, man. So, uh, 0.7 to 1.2, let's say, times your body weight in kilos, and that becomes your protein goal. Aye. Okay? Now, as James said, if you're miles off that let's say you're getting 60 grams of protein you're meant to be getting 120 then bump it up a little mm-hmm. and the goal is to bump it up and bump it up until you can you can get to that that goal it's not just like i said throwing the whole kitchen sink at it there's baby steps kind of climbing up to that as best you can start with one meal and this is where you start figuring out oh fuck, man why do i feel so good Aye. why is my energy changing as soon as you start is, feeling good, hitting that protein goal becomes nebola. I know. And we've not even spoke about movement. We've not even spoke no. about workouts. But this is why this is one of the key pillars because people change the shapes of their body and change their health dramatically mm. by just focusing on the nutrition, right. right? It's it's arguably probably the hardest thing and more complex thing to, to get after. But like workouts, you follow the workout. The, the nutrition, you could follow the mean plan, but then there's a there's a night out and what do you do around ah, all this ah, and it throws you off track so, so I had somebody the other night and uh, we've been working with them really well really shit with food now it hit her she got, somebody got her a big donut I think I don't even know what it was she sent me a picture she says can I eat this I says don't ever ask me that again <laughs> right? or I'll punch your fucking face <laughs> in I said don't ever ask me that again but I have it now what I'm going to do today is I'm going to mess her saying hey just so you know I don't like I, I say don't ever demonise food what I'm going to do is I'm going to go, look, when you when it comes to the kind of foods and you kind of think about it, I want you to think back and I want you to go, instead of going, is this good or bad? I want you to go, am I going to have this? If the answer is yes, I want you to just to say to yourself, how does this make me feel? Yeah. That's it. It's funny because this is, this is where you start seeing clients' mindsets changing a little bit because she's asking you, because she's, look, she's crying out for guidance and Aye. you're like, mm, you're on the right track. Don't fucking do that again. <laughs> no, I just said have it. No, I know, I know. You've I said, you said, fucking... you've said have, but it's getting down into a deeper level. It's like, why, why do you feel the need to ask me? No, it's like, I well, because I'm trying to make a good choice. Okay, so do you see that as a bad choice? Well, uh, I guess so. So why is that a bad choice? And you get into that. Runners, at the end of the day, food, food serves purpose. Food's in our culture. It needs to be enjoyed, and we need to enjoy the taste of some things. But yep. you'll find if you instill instill these pillars of focusing on protein and and focus on actually eating more good food you'll savor the taste of these good things but it will not be as much as what you think it's not as if weird i it's think, so hard to describe to people who aren't doing that but that that food doesn't taste as good people it's think no, of, it's, it's no as moorish people think you are restricted because you're working on your health and fitness but in reality just don't was, want it. that was the tweet or the the thread that i posted the other day like people think focusing on your health is so restrictive aye. when focusing on your health actually allows you to become more free Aye. like sunday uh, saturday night we were just we were lying about just chilling out and i said to jana's why go to mcdonald's get mcflurry like, no i didn't and she's like oh i, I had McDonald's last week and 
Well, an actual McDonald's. An actual McDonald's. Shite. Shite. Ah, it's terrible, isn't it? So anyway, bad. so so we go there and Jill has a McDonald's and I was like, oh man, I, I crave chips. I, I love McDonald's chips. And I had them and I'm eating them and going, it's all right. That's, that's you know, exactly and I was what like, I feel like. Actually, we prefer to have my steak and mashed potatoes. I'm like, thank God I don't I don't enjoy this So, area. and this is, there's a whole other side to this conversation of your taste buds and your palate changing. Um, you don't like vegetables and fruit because you're oversensitizing your taste buds with chocolate and yeah. these sweet endorphins of yeah. fucking manufactured, engineered. I'm gonna. I was gonna say shit there. It's no shit. I guess it's just it's just a product that's been created to make you want less of the good foods. Here's where if anybody's listening, they're like, right, I'm gonna cut that. Out. I don't know why we keep saying that. What if anyone's listening? <laughs> we get twenty thousand downloads. Whoever is listening, <laughs> this is the biggest thing so i had a new client come in and i was like right this is going to be an odd challenge for me something completely different younger so like still gonna you know what i mean still enjoying herself but we had a lot to work on and i was like how do i go about this and i was like right i've, I've read atomic habits i understand that a habit is there for a reason because you're always going to do it you're always going to do something with your time when it, when it comes to it I was like, right, so you can't take out habits, which is great to learn when you, you're talking to obese people who struggle with food. Because they go to food for a specific purpose. Mm, there's, we, a de- there's a deeper kind of emotional. And they're always going to go for something when it comes to that. Mm. And they're, but they're so unaware. And you always go for something when you're feeling some sort of way. Mm. Might not be food, it might be gaming, it might be whatever. I'll always do the same. I'll listen to music. We've all got something. T- yeah. Take the hat off it, right? And we've, always, we've all got bad habits when things come into play. Now, People come and they go, I'm going to cut out this and I'm going to cut out that. It's impossible. Mm. It's impossible. You can do it for a wee bill because willpower only lasts so long, right? But here's where we changed and I'm like, fuck, it worked. And I was like, right, will it work? Will it? I say, look, when you feel like this, you want something sweet. It's clear, isn't it? I was like, what fruit do you like that's sweet? I I love pineapple. I love pineapple. She said, I love it, right? So she loves it. I'm like, what I want you to do is I want you to get some pineapple and make sure it's always there. I say, when you feel like that, go for the pineapple and then see how you feel after it. Mm-hmm. If you still want X, Y, and Z, go for it. Go for it. And she says, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm doing it every time. I'm getting some pineapple. Just I'm getting five kilos of pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting some other grapes of that, which, well, we're still getting calories in. But what we're doing is we're changing the palate. Die. The palate is fa- different. Mate, even to me this day, like Jill started buying apples for the weekly shop. Mm-hmm. So I had an apple the other day and I was like, That was really good. Man, these taste so good. Ah, yeah, Same yeah. with bananas and that and it's always still like as much as my diet is from the food that I don't like using the word diet, the food that I consume on a regular basis is very little um high sugary type ah, yeah, foods yeah, other really... than the dark chocolate that I have, right? Mm-hmm. And I still look at it and I was like, I can't be bored eating that yogurt and banana. But then it's the only thing I've brought up with me. Aye. So then I haven't. I'm like, this banana's fucking great. Banging. <laughs> this is so good. So this is the thing. Like you're, you're, it's no, you're not just going to change your palate like that. No. Like that's years, like years of my body eating Nutella when I'm gaming, Aye. having takeaways, crisps, chocolate, sweets, you know, I remember actually one year, I was about 10 or 11. This is the, this is the fucking good and bad thing when your mum and dad split up Christmas is crazy mm. I remember one year having something like 30 selection boxes because you, you're going there 30 right, and then you go there and you go I've not had any yet we had like a bid imagine like Santa's 
fucking sack. No, his ball sack. His, his actual present sack filled with chocolate. Uh, and we dug into that. Yeah. And you just think about all those things. That's that's history and memory that's imprinted that's into my metabolism. Behaviours. Behaviours. The taste. The, the, we've all got that thing where we, we, we smell something and it takes us back to childhood. We listen to something, it takes us back. Mm. Same with taste. It's like, oh man. Like, do you remember these wee Horlicks biscuit things? It's like baby food, no? No. Oh, I remember having them. Like, I just bought them once. But anyway, that's the whole thing. I fucking the idea. But things like that, like food, food is food. This is where food can be quite complex. But you're as you change your palate, like you, you will change your behaviours around aye, them as well. Aye. Because <clears throat> it was it, 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 the the idea came for the hang with the cigarette, and he swapped it for a lollipop. Aye. Lollipops are not great, but do you know what? Better than a cigarette. Mm. And I was like, you know what? We're still getting calories. We're still getting high sugar, but it's no the same. No. And she's like, I'm fucking loving that. Also, like, great, right? And what happens for that is she starts feeling better. And what happens when you start feeling better? You start changing other habits, and it's a slow process. Mm. From that one habit, you go, I want to change something else. I, I, you, you actually say in your mind, I want to. You don't need advice from someone else. It's belief in yourself as well. Yeah. It's, it's starting to build this confidence in your own ability. It's like we talk about the adversity that's created through lifting weights. Right. Same with saying no to some. Maybe not no to some foods, but having the ability to swap out foods and understand this whole Aye. nutritional component. And let's be honest, can you overeat pineapple? No. It'd be fucking hard to. This can you overeat see, chocolate? See the easy peasy. You can still get overweight on good food. No, you can't. No, you. It's fucking impossible. It's hard. Aye. It's fucking it's hard. hard. Uh, People no. who say that are having. A few takeaways a week still, <laughs> but in the day they're having maybe a lot breakfast and lunch. I know, I know. But then I know. they're ruining it in dinner, and that's not to say that the, the food isn't good in the day. But they're swapping it for this processed food, and processed food is so destructive. It's more palatable, taste. It, look, there's no doubt about it. Tastes, it tastes better. It tastes. tastes it does taste better. Huh? And when you're and and this is the weird it's thing. Quick. Aye, is is convenience, is long shelf life. There's just there's there is a there is a lot of benefits to processed food in a way. Yeah. But that shouldn't make it as the first go to option when it comes to nutrition. Yep. Now there's probably a future episode that we need to do on things where how can you eat quick and easy convenience uh, diet and and, and still it's, focus on your diet. And there is things that you would. Is it ideal? No, but it's still. It's still better, like you said. It's better than the cigarette. It's better. There's things that are going to be better than the cake. And they're better for uh, as better than the pizza. individual. Mm -hmm. To you, it's uh, but it's better than it was. Yeah. So nutrition, protein, kind of stick around there. Go through this learning journey. I'm just looking at the time in in this episode Fucking and things hell. that we're wanting to do. So it's actually probably better that we make this a two part series. We 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 with the follow up we'll episode. Speak about Aye. So I for the next point here just now. Aye. So. The, sorry, the last thing on nutrition is fibre is also important. And I think that's why if you start including fruits and vegetables into your, into your food, you'll see that this knocks on to a future pillar, which is digestion. Aye. Like digestion is important and that's to do with the fibre element of your Aye. diet. For most people, again, assess where it's at. It'll probably come out about 10 grams, if I'm being brutally honest. Change that 10 grams to 15 to 20. For guys, you want to be about 35, 40. For women, you want to be above 25, right? Somewhere in the range of that. And then work out what makes you feel better. Mm -hmm. Same with protein. Some people do, don't do too well on a high protein diet. Like their digestion goes to fuck. Yeah. Um, some people do better on 
a wee bit less protein, but they're still in that range of po- aye, 0.7 aye, to aye. 1.2. And this is where bodybuilders are, they rip the arse out of it. And, and, and I guess you, did you experience like much indigestion or digestion issues when you cram two meals together? I fart like a maniac. <laughs> right. So, uh, so there's, there's that whole conversation to have, that, aye, but aye. that's, that'll fall into the category of your biofeedback and your, um, digestion and whatnot. So movement then hit as well. Move more. (laughs) (laughs) Move fucking more. Track your steps and do the exact same with the steps. You go, oh, Would you do two weeks? I would do a week. No. You don't even need to track it for, you you could actually track it. Oh, you want to track it for a week because you want to see Monday to Friday, you want to see Saturday to Sunday. Mm -hmm. Difference. There's always a difference. Aye. For most people. Do you know what I mean? Most people live in that that life. And then you go, right, what am I hitting on average? And then I would actually kind of look at your weekend and go, right, what's the weekend looking like? What's the weekdays looking like? And then... Obviously, still take the average, but then go look at your schedule and go, right, can I hit extra steps that day or will I bulk them up in that day? Because some people, their fucking Mondays are crazy, right? Mm. They've got kids, they've got this, they've got work, they've got fucking so many things. Now, an arbitrary, so say you're hitting 6k and you go, right, I would like to go 7k, right? Try and hit that 7k. Then you go on a Monday and you go, I don't think I can get any off. Oh, fucked it, right? You know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to say it's six. It's all, aye. So, meant, actually, mindset is, we'll probably combine this with uh, the mindset. Not all or nothing. That, aye. Not all that, or nothing. Because this is, this is so valuable. This is what kind of breaks most people's, or, or the reason why you've probably yo-yo to, yo-yo in and out of various different diets and various different things. Because the one day that you've missed, you're like, fuck it. Weekends are fuck right it. off. Start Monday. Let's go again, get to Tuesday. You're like, ah, you know what? I'll just start Wednesday this week. And then you do a couple of days and then off the wagon, on the wagon. Life isn't a straight line. And uh, as you said, some people's Mondays can be mental. Some people's Tuesdays can be mental. Huh? You need to assess life. And, and that's why everything and each one of these pillars that we're going to run through is awareness first. Aye. Understand where you're at. So... A good rule of thumb for most people movement-wise is trying to get to at least your seven and a half thousand steps, I think it was that when we when we yeah, looked yeah. at that previously. So seven and a half thousand steps is the ideal amount, um, averaging that over each day. Yeah. How you get that is entirely up to you. The banking of steps and going, oh, I'll just make that up the next day is a shaky peg though. A shaky peg, a shaky line. Is that the right word? I don't know. But only because if you're of that mentality of, ah, oh, yeah, I'll just catch up at the weekend. And before you know it, you get to the weekend, you're like, I need to do 50,000 steps today <laughs> because you've not been as honest with yourself where you could push the boundaries of Aye, your, can I get an your steps. Can I get an a wee bit? Now, I do feel for office workers here because it is challenging. Um, I've got actually a client just now who's a beautician on her feet all day, extremely long shifts. Gets to the end of the day, she's on her feet all day and she'll um, report in four and a half, five thousand steps. And she said, like, how am I meant to increase that? And this is where you need to realise that... Movement isn't, isn't it just steps. Aye. This is an important factor. If you're a hairdresser, a barber, a beautician, you're on your feet all day or you maybe you've got a manual labour job. Yeah. This is where it's a wee bit different for you guys because that's a lot your of movement's already stress. Aye. And to increase that movement, it's at what cost, right? Aye. So this really depends on where you're where you're at with your journey. So if you're if you're more likely, and it's hard to say if you're hitting under seven and a half thousand steps and just get to seven and a half thousand steps, it's not quite as clean cut. But if you're sat down behind a desk, 
this is where this applies more to you. So you're you're looking at your day and you're like, right, can I park a wee bit further away? Can I take the stairs instead of the lift? Yeah. Um, when I go shopping, can I park at the furthest away spot? I've got a client who cycles to work now. Hmm. I didn't tell her to, like, she just was like, you know what, I actually see the benefit of getting extra steps in a day. So she cycles. And, then, and look, if I cycle to, so I cycled up to the gym today, um, it's hitting about 10 o'clock and I'm only on 2,000 steps. So there is an element where I'm like, right, okay, I, I need to. I don't even know how many steps. How do you check it on this again? Is it a step tracker? How do you check it on our Apple Watch? Oh, I couldn't tell you, mate. I'm a Garmin guy now. I know, I know. Fuck your Apple pish. Fucking Imagine girl. having to charge your watch every night. This is, a, this is a banger. 17 days I've went without charging this. That's, that's Solar good. Solar charged. I'm too poor to get Garmin, sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so if you're office working, then you're kind of looking at your day. Now, we had a client um, that posted in a Facebook group that the coach that she was working with was really trying to push her movement capacity. And there was a realisation of it became so stressful to try and hit that number that she was moving even less. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Shout yeah. out to, uh, to, to Jade, Jade. That, that, that listens to us. The, and the whole conversation has to become like, you're doing this for health, right? There's no weight loss goal. The weight loss might be in there, but right now you're looking at your life and you're going, nah, man, like I need to spend time with my kids. Or, or what, whatever, whatever it is, like you need to assess that because that is also healthy. That's health that you need to factor in. If you are spending good time with good people, that stress decreases. What happens when stress decreases? You sleep better. Mm. And you don't actually need to move just as much. So you're, you're like, I need to hit the 1K steps, right? 1K or whatever it is to yeah. hit your goal. But that stresses you your tits hmm. then you sleep worse because you've actually you're 50 under you know what i mean people are like oh fuck i'm a thousand off right like why and then like assess it it's just the self-awareness and that's why knowledge is so important and that's why i i think going to a good coach is so important yeah because you get to navigate through they'll tell you like, the communications happening. like this is why you're like as much as you're like to your client don't fucking ever ask me that again it's from a place of love and but a banter back and forth but this is where you get you get those opportunities that like i'm really just struggling to hit these steps and i, I said this to a client the other day because i'm um we had a conversation and we're kind of going through that she's going to get to the gym right she, so we're, we're going to home workouts and i was thinking i was like I wonder what other PTs would actually say in this scenario because it's there's a whole you need to get after it. This isn't good enough, and I know if I have that conversation with this client, she's away, gone. She's gone from health and fitness. Aye, aye, aye. And this is she's where gone for you. Aye, she's gone for I, I need to fitness. I need to meet her where she's at, aye. and you need to meet yourself where you're at in this journey. Well, the way I look at it is go. If you said to me six months ago, I want you to start like I'm training three times a week, right? So I'm already pretty consistent. You go, I want you to start training five times a week and start hitting more steps because that's the, how you would get the build the muscle and build the strength. I could have done it. Mm. I wasn't in the right mindset. Yeah, I didn't have enough things in place. My habits were quite poor. I had too much going on in my head. I couldn't have done it. If, if I was with a coach and said that, I wouldn't have done it. I would have hated them. I'd be like, fuck this, I'm out. I'm out. I'd have probably, because I'm in the mindset of obviously training anyway, I would have stuck to it. But if you're knowing that mindset and you're in that place where you're in limbo, you're in like I'm starting my health and fitness journey. I'm mm. I'm no I'm no very clued up. You're gone. You're out. Mm. You're done. You're like fuck this. Why the fuck would I ever want to do that? And that's where the the downsides of I had the same thought with a client. I was like, what would P other PTs would have done with this client? Mm. 
because we weren't losing weight. But what we were, what, every time I was in there, I was like, right, I want to start doing this. I want to start doing that. I was building these I want to start doing that. And then kilo down. And then are we kilo down? That was it. Not, not, not much. Mm. She's like, yes, right, I can see it. And I know in her head now, she's messing me. She's like, right, I'm going to start doing this. So she instantly knows. She's lost two kilo now. We didn't lose anything in the first five weeks. None. Not a, not, and she was, she was, she was quite heavy. Mm. So instantaneously, you were like, oh, oh I kind of wish she was losing. But then I was like, no, no, that's the ego talking here. Mm. I was like, what can I actually do to genuinely help her as a person on her way? I was like, well, I want her to do this. I want her to do that, and I'll be on our case. Yeah, and this is this is good thing. There's like so many ways to tackle I, your health. And but fitness. the thing is, if I imagine she came to me right and I says, five weeks in, five kilo down. Best PT ever, right? I could have got her to push a bit harder. And at what cost? At what cost? At what cost to her mm. fitness journey? Now, this is where some people will get fluke. They'll, they'll get a fluke with this. Because you'll go, I but my, my pal, she done it. And then look where she is now. Aye. And she's one of, he or she is one of the very few that end up making it out that cycle. Mm. There's a reason why that's not worked for you. Because you're yo you, 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 So we already know that. If it was going to work, it would have worked by now, right? right? So we need to we need to take a different approach. You need to meet yourself where you're at. Yeah. And here's the beauty of this. So life isn't just, life is seasonal. Right. It's not just, like this time of year, movement is probably a little bit less. Yeah. But see if you're being realistic with your goals and you get that, that wee dopamine and serotonin release of, man, I, I set out and done what I said I wanted to do. And I've challenged myself and okay, I've not been perfect, but I've been doing really good. Right. Seeing those, what these, there's going to be times where you get a wee bit more on your plate or a wee bit less on your plate. Right. Sunshine's out, different things are going on in life. You're like, I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. I'm going, I'm going to push it a wee bit more. Aye, aye, aye. I'm going to go a wee bit harder. Aye, aye. You, you've got self belief in yourself that you've already established some baseline principles when it comes to this, this sort of stuff. So, breaking that down, movement steps, yes. Mm-hmm. The other side of this is not just about the steps. So, if you're someone who's, it gets, uh, sorry, actually on the step part, say you reach your ceiling. You're like, my ceiling is nowhere near seven and a half thousand steps. Let's say it's four, four or five thousand steps. 7.5, thanks, Siri. I don't know if you guys hear that, but Siri just told us the answer, 7.5. Uh, and you're right, seven and a half thousand steps is ideally where you want to get at. Through your working job, you're going to be capped at whatever that number is. Some people might get to seven and a half, some people might get to 5,000. So you've got your cap and that means there's more emphasis on those days off where something needs to be put in place to make up for the downfall of the, the less activity. And this is where it's hard because it's like, you're saying to yourself, seven and a half thousand steps daily is, is, is healthy, but some people's job can contradict health in a way as well. It's just about to say. Aye, so it That's becomes a very, it's not our place to say, it's your decision to make, but... Nah. Career is in social circles. I, remember, I had a client and she was like, I'm fucking shattered. I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I'm like, do you think this job is healthy for you? And she looked at her and went, no. I was like, it's up to you, but look. It's something to consider. I yeah, said, look yeah. at what it's doing to you. And this like, is you are fucked. Christian's program that he does, like they have a career part in, their, in his programming right. where they're getting after it from a a career point of view mm. and getting more fulfillment and, and that sort of stuff. Now, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't think it's my territory to say, I think, I think, but if, if we instill good basic the principles. Client that I was with, being for our long, 
been with me for a long time and I was like, look, let me be honest, your job is stopping you from so many things in your life. Mm-hmm. Stop me if you've been happy. It stopped me from smashing your gym. You've got other goals outside just the the lifting weights. You've got other goals. You're not you're not going to be able to get it if you stay in this job. And I said that, that that's, that's just it. your observation. That, yeah. That's it. Like I can see it every time you're in. It's complaining, and I'm not saying it's bad to complain, but it's no good for you. This is terrible for you. Mm-hmm. You're working hours that which are unbelievably long. You're not getting out of what you should be getting out of, and you know that. Like this person knows that. And there's actually quite a couple of people I've got who are in, in the same boat. And that's why they struggle so much in their life sometimes because their job do not give a fuck about them. Mm. These companies do not give a fuck about you because you're just a number. Yeah. But, and if that's where obviously some people's boundaries will, they'll, they'll, they'll go, I'm not doing that over time. And that'll leave them to be all right. But some people are like, well, you know what? I, I need to do this, I need to do that. And they're the same with health and fitness. They're like, all in, all in, all in. They'll work all in, all in, all in. Uh, yeah, chronic, Burnout. chronic junkie stress, isn't it? So they'll love it. They'll it love it. And it is near our place, no? But I think when you train people for a, for a long time, you can see it. Yeah, and I think it's just observations, isn't it? And Aye. I think the ultimately... You, from, uh, you're not paying me for this advice, no, no, by the way. No, I think... I think but uh, you're well, on a friendship level by, by a certain point. I think ultimately you just need to kind of ask yourself these deeper questions, which this is the thing with health and fitness. You start to do, like you said, why do people not have this 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 energy to get after it? It's because they're in this vicious circle with this loop. And I honestly think this is what separates those who do and those who don't. Because let's say you stay in that job that you're not happy with. You maybe change your perspective and your mindset on, you know what? I need to get more out of this if this is going to be the job that I do. Aye. And that might be that it's a good salary and, a, and good holidays and allows you to see the world three weeks at a time or whatever it is. Cool. Aye. That's that's good as long as you can come to that peace of mind. But like you said, if it becomes so negative where it's all the... Con- oh, I fucking hate this. I'm burned out. I'm this, I'm that. It's like, well, like in a way, why are you doing it then? Yeah. If, you, if you're, you're telling money. me... I, For money, like, that's we, what it's, it's like we give that we need to make money of course we need to we, do, we, do. we need to have a lifestyle that can be enjoyed but we do not is it we do not live our lives just to go to work yeah um would you rather get paid sixty thousand a year right build mansions that were making way way more than that you were getting underpaid but you're making these mansions for these rich people when you're getting to meet them all or would you rather get paid a hundred grand to work a toll booth we spoke to no one all day. That's what I mean. It's networking and it's Aye. the really it's the connection part. The, connection, the connection part. part. Um, I was going to say something there that you mentioned earlier that I meant to bring up. Oh yeah, like when when it comes to these millionaires and that sort of stuff, like the lifestyles that they have, it's not as if is is elevating them up. I think the car and when it comes to materialistic stuff, you see them wear blank t shirts and Aye. there's no flashy stuff. I I was reading um or was I watching a YouTube video and the guy was going around like the average car that like some of these millionaires that aren't they like they're not knowing. Aye. But the average car of a millionaire is like the the drive about and it's like forty thousand. <laughs> it's just like we and they're, usually they're like collectors items that it's like uh, it's, it's like always- Disney, like it doesn't that, that loses me money because in aye. their mind it's like profit, profit, profit. Aye, aye. <laughs> it's like the difference between rich and really rich or wealth. Aye, aye. aye. Wealth Wealth's, and rich are different. Aye, aye, aye. Because people are going, I buy all this stuff, I'm fucking rich, and then you get wealthy people who understand it all. Yeah, wealth is different. So like, what do I need that car for? I know, I know. Uh, so yeah, so you got to hit a glass ceiling with your movement. This is when you're looking at your days off and you're like, man, I need to hit 30,000 steps across those those both those days. That might be a push, but the main thing to take away is the weekends or the days off 
you have to probably build some sort of activity that's maybe a wee bit longer than the seven and a half thousand steps. Aye, aye. So start with seeing if you've got the ability to hit seven and a half thousand steps on those days. Also, just find a way to enjoy the steps. Hmm. Find I will. That's going to be the next point, yeah. Find a way to enjoy them. People are like, oh, steps, boring. I fucking love going out and just being outside. Hmm. I love it. Mm. And it's be- it's not because being outside is fucking amazing. It's the best thing ever. Oh my god, to get so look much- at this guy. Oh, this I- is class. <laughs> <laughs> I get so much stimulation. I'll go out and I listen to something I enjoy. It can be a podcast, it can be music, it can be whatever. Be like people are like, oh, I just so boring. And I'm like, text your friends. Aye, get have a, family. Have out. a phone call. Aye, FaceTimes. That's what I mean. You can you have- can make it enjoyable. And this is what I'm saying. It doesn't need like st- make up do an activity. Aye, like go a bike ride. Go. Imagine like I can... go a bike ride, shut the fuck up! Cycling in Stratford Park. But there's there's so much you can do. Like go, I don't know. Like I know it's not the time of year and that sort of stuff, but because um, you're kind of limited, like it's dark. Have and it's, sex it's a little bit more. <laughs> it could be. It could be more have, sex. Have sex a little bit It could bit be more. just connection. It could be. It could be anything. But the, I think the point is that you need some sort of outdoory type activity aye, built aye. into your life when aye. it comes to the weekends hikes are obviously the the best place to start but time of the year can obviously challenge a lot more people so aye. the kind of go-to is is an outdoor walk aye. um i don't know what else i would probably put in, in that go see a landmark go see sightseeing like pick something like people the Christmas. Ah, no, no like up. if you take like the christmas lights and aye, all you're that like, you're walking about. like you don't realise go shopping you don't realise that these things are do housework mm-hmm. there's so many different things that you can, you Aye, can do you're, you're moving so I, would you add anything else into the movement side of things or mindset for the mindset all or nothing you need to get you're not going to win every day hmm. you're actually going to going to win every weekend so then we're saying this like, I'll go shopping every weekend Aye. well you're not going to run out of money to spend <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to lose yeah. you're no. you're not going to hit your targets and you're not going to see progress all the time and that's cool do you know that way but if you continue to keep it up you look over a month you look over three months you look over six months you go oh aye and look out for the progress that you do make and go i'm proud of myself yeah recognize that be, be proud of yourself mm-hmm. even for the small things because if you're only looking for big wins you're not going to accept the wee wins for what they are and most of life is small wins most of life is hitting an extra thousand steps that day yeah most of life is you know what i actually ate my protein goal for the day and but people go i should have done that i should be doing that i should be doing that people have gone you should be doing that anyway you should be doing this should be doing that fuck them no no that's a win mm. and then see once you win that much so so often at that that i that becomes something you're just doing anyway mm. and then you build another one and here's here's a fascinating thing to think about when it comes to your mindset you're right before you're starting you didn't care about any of this you know you should have been doing something but you didn't care see the fact that your mindset then shifts going oh, i should have done that Aye. that's you that's something to be proud of Aye. because that means you care Aye. and i don't care that you've missed it if you're my if you're working with me and i'm your i'm your coach i don't care that you've missed the day i don't care that you fucked the meal plan i'm proud that you're actually recognizing that you are thinking a wee bit differently Aye. is it the right frame of mind to have probably not i could argue against it like quick you've done your best yeah move on one day one week one month arguably one year isn't it going to mess it up as long as you jump back on that horse and fucking try it get after it like try keep working away and chipping at it Aye. um so 
with that, I think we'll wrap things up. We'll wrap part one right. of the two part series. So, <laughs> so let's kind of end this on what we'll what we'll run through next. So we've got the sleep. Why? Why can't where does sleep pay, uh, play its part? You've got the workout side of things, yep. and and as you know, we have a free workout plan. So if you want to download that and kind of get after that just now, that's going to be in the link below. If you want a twelve week structure for the three months, then of course it is November, and you have just a well at the point of this. Ah, you've got a couple of days couple left. Of days. To, Starting strong, thirty discount code. Get it used. Go, 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 go now. Go, go. Um, so we've got the workout structure, which we'll run through, and of course we'll give you our our favorite tips when it comes to that kind of thing. Um. And then what was it? Oh, habits. The kind of like what habits to instill, and what's the kind of right habits for habits you? Habits and how to how to implement them in your life. Yeah. So that will be part two of how to get started on your fitness series. Yeah. Um, Mind we used to we, we probably have spent forty five minutes going through them all before. Yeah. So we've probably done previous episodes on. No, but I'm just saying, like, we explain things and so much bigger bigger pictures now. Yeah. Yeah. It's we not need just to, do this and you'll be all right. Do this and you'll be all right. It's like. There's a lot of nuances there between is, them all. There is, and this is the this is the beauty of podcasting as well, because it's you can get right into the crooks of it. No, a, a thirty second TikTok like, "Hey, look at my arse." <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what a calorie deficit is? Just eat less and move more. Oh, oh fucking <laughs> hell, man! I actually look at them and I used to go, oh, "How are they doing so well?" And then I go, "The other reason why I'm going to do so well." Aye, uh, exactly. It's like they, they're actually not doing do it. Nah, they're, not they're actually ruining people. So our front, so our front. Fame, fitness. fame doesn't mean fortune. No, whatever that. It's different so with that being said hopefully you enjoyed today's episode we know you did and because you did you should be leaving this five stars thanks um thank you to everyone who has we are over 100 now so it's the road to 200 never satisfied never staying still always getting after it no bother <laughs> some motivational hype <laughs> so you can find us on instagram you can find me at coach crosser you can find me at james mcginty pt can also find the joint bulletproof mindset podcast page which is bulletproof mindset underscore underscore and with that being said have a nice one I need